Good morning, everybody. This is the Marcus Today Members Podcast on Thursday, 21st of September. And I'm looking at the market, wondering whether my spreadsheets have updated. Down 32. We were down 33 yesterday, down 34 the day before, down 49 the day before. We are losing everything we gained last week. And, of course, the reason for that overnight, as you will have seen, and I did a comprehensive pre-market podcast, is the Fed, who have pretty much delivered on what I was fearing yesterday that rather than getting dovish, they've gone more hawkish. And the takeaways are little quotes like, inflation remains elevated, proceeding carefully, assessing incoming data, prepared to raise rates further if appropriate, intend to hold policy at restrictive level until inflation moves sustainably towards target. As expected, pretty much what the RBA was saying, not going to be ringing the bell at the top on interest rates just yet. The good news was that they upgraded GDP projections. At the beginning of this year, GDP in the US was supposed to be plus 0.4%, according to the Summary of Economic Predictions, SEP, which were updated overnight. And that 0.4% is now up to 2.1% growth expected this year. And Powell talked about a soft landing looking plausible. So you've got two different pulls on the market. One is recession risk disappeared, and at the same time, inflation and interest rate risk remains. And if you look at the dot plot, which got upgraded, updated, sorry, last night, the Fed consensus is that rates will drop half a percent next year, not 1%, and that we should get another interest rate rise this year. On the back of all that, of course, the market's reversed. Dow Jones at one point was up 280-odd points. It reversed 336 points after the statement came out and closed on its lows, going lower. And big tech, on the back of higher bond yields, got nailed. The Nasdaq dropped 1.5%. And if you look at the big tech stocks, Microsoft, Apple, Alphabet, Netflix, Netflix, NVIDIA, they all lost over 2%. And our futures this morning were down 20. And as I say, we're down 34 now. Rio, the only stock in the top 20 that's higher today, up 0.4%. Otherwise, everything's coming off. If you have a look at the two-year bond yield, US two-year bond yield chart in my section, you'll see the moment the statement came out, it shot up and it's now at a 17-year high. So bond yields remaining persistently high. And that just, punctures the market momentum from last week. We seem to have a slow leap in the equity market. And if there was a reason to be in cash in the strategy portfolio yesterday, there is more reason to be in cash today, has to be said. This is not the sort of stuff of a bull market. Looks like this inflation and interest rate fear, or what do you call it? Equity market cancer is going to remain for a few months longer. So we cleared out the idea portfolio yesterday. The only thing we've got left is Illumina, which is up a cent today. Otherwise, everything else went, and that included our iron ore stocks, mineral resources, CIA, Champion Iron, and Fortescue Metals. I see there's a Morgan Stanley piece of research out on Fortescue Metals this morning saying underweight. They've got a target price 21% below the current share price. You'll find every broker's got a target price below. Morgan Stanley have got a whole load of resources research updates today, BHP, Rio, not doing the share prices any good today. So where does all that leave us? The three excitements of the year, not the year so much, but the three trades of the year. One, the AI trade seems to be folding up as big tech sees sell signals this morning. 
on both the FANG and the NASDAQ. Have a look at the technical section for those, but glad we sold LNAS, which is the long NASDAQ, geared long NASDAQ ETF. And I've had a couple of emails about whether to buy SNAS, short NASDAQ. Haven't done that, but don't let me stop you having a punt. So the AI trade is just deflating for the moment. Tech stocks don't like high interest rates. The other trade we've had recently, of course, was the iron ore rally in the last couple of weeks, where we've taken some decent profits in the iron ore stocks we bought and sold yesterday. But that trade seems to be going nowhere. The Chinese held rates steady yesterday, seem to be lacking motivation to provide the stimulus the equity market wants to see. So resources have been coming off all week. The other exciting trade, of course, is lithium. Lithium was down another 5% overnight if I've got the right price and the right contract. And all the lithium stocks on our table of global stocks were down yesterday overnight, rather, as well. So lithium going nowhere at the moment. All came down 2.7% today. Patriot battery down 3.4%. Latin resources down 7%, to mention a few. And also, we've got a bit of a top out on the energy sector as well. The oil price just topped out a little bit after the hype of the last couple of weeks. And coal stocks as well, getting a bit of a sell down. Whitehaven down 2% today. New Hope Coal down 4.2% today. And boring defensive stocks and stocks that benefit out of interest rate rises going up today. So computer share for the second day on the trot, one of the best stocks in the top 50, only up 1.4% mind. There's a buy recommendation from a broker on DRR, Deterra Royalties. All it does is take a royalty on one of BHP's, well, it's got a few royalties actually, but the main one is one of BHP's iron ore operations in the Pilbara gets a 1.232% royalty, but it does turn it into an income stock, pretty low risk as well, got a yield of 6.26%, but it doesn't really do anything, if that makes sense. Sensitive to the iron ore price, sensitive to how much production BHP has in the Pilbara, but Morgan Stanley's upgraded them today to overweight from equal weight. They've got a target price 14% above the current share price, and the stock's up 3.2% today, one for income investors. Anyway, that's about it. It's hard to see where the excitement's coming from in the equity market at the moment, whilst we have this slow leap, this interest rate fear. So strategy portfolio in cash, ideas portfolio, only got one holding now, Illumina. BHP portfolio, I've just held on to that. We're sort of flat on the BHP we bought recently. Hopefully that'll get going, but it's losing momentum and I'm losing conviction. The Macquarie portfolio is still in cash. Bank of England meets tonight. They had a CPI number last night, which was better than expected. They're expected to raise rates one more time and then pause. In the technical section, you'll see sell signals on the FANG and the NASDAQ. You'll also see a sell signal on the ETFs over the oil sector. These are short-term sell signals over fuel and crude price, code 000. Other technical signals today, uranium, very short-term topping out. Uranium price up again overnight. There are sell signals now on the S&P 500 ETFs, that's IVV and SPY. And the ASX, which is massively oversold, it's got itself onto a 6% yield, keeps having little short-term buy signals on RSI. Not sure that chart's convincing me yet. And there you go. I have, as I say, a few emails asking whether I should be buying BBOS or BEAR, which are the bearish Australian ETFs, or BBUS or SNAS, which are the bearish US ETFs. The BBUS is short the S&P 500, SNAS is leveraged short the NASDAQ. I haven't done that yet, but I fail to see at the moment where the 
impetus for the market is going to come from because the Fed have rather killed the mood for the moment. Blue Scope still supposed to have an investor briefing today. We've got initial jobless claims tonight, US current account tonight. Next week, what have we got? Australian CPI numbers. We've got US PCE price index numbers, which is supposed to be the Fed's preferred measure of inflation. We've got retail sales next week. We've got a US GDP update and a few other things. We've got a Victorian state holiday next Friday, grand final day, ahead of the day ahead of the grand final, that is. And we've got a Labor Day holiday on Monday, October the 2nd. And we've got an RBA meeting on October the 3rd, so Tuesday week, not expected to raise rates. And there you go. Not a lot of action. I will be out of action this afternoon, so no end of day podcast, I'm afraid. You have a fabulous day and I'll be back tomorrow.